And the show has started. Uh, we got Steed here. Hey, oh. Hey, oh. And we got Pat here. Howdy, partner. Uh, Pat, what were you up to this weekend? You know, I decided it's that time of year. Um, no more pants. Oh, sweet. Good to hear from you, Pat. All right, you stay quiet the rest of the show, okay? <laughs> Thanks, Pat. <laughs> Thanks, Pat. <laughs> All right, perfect. Um, so, uh, Steed, you and me were in uh, Mississippi this past weekend. Yeah, in the old Miss. The oldest of Mississippis. Uh, I keep trying to figure out that name. It's like Olay. Olay Miss? It's not Olay. Yeah, it, like for sure, if it was Cinco de Mayo, they should definitely just put the little, you know, there should definitely be Olay Miss parties. Like oh. I feel like <laughs> of all schools celebrating Cinco de Mayo, they should be doing it with Olay Miss parties. But I just don't, you know, it's very uh, Old South to say Ol, like a O-L-E. Old like a good miss. old boy. That's kind of what I picture. Good old boy. Good old Miss boy. Good old Miss boy. Um, so you had never been there. Uh, what was your, how was that different or the same from other schools you've been to? Um, I mean like the, you know, nightlife and everything's the same. Their tailgate is just crazy though. The Grove. It's got a, for anyone who hasn't been there, it's about 9 million tents just stacked on top of each other yeah it's pretty wild and we didn't even see the whole thing i mean it still goes on further than what we saw if i wasn't Uh, following you i would have been like lost i could have been lost for hours yeah and like and and i mentioned this before but that's two years ago it's happened to brin flakes (laughs) you know you you get a few drinks in them and then all of a sudden you know you separate for a second and then there's no way to like say oh hey i'm over here near the red tent Okay, there's a thousand red tents. Which red tents are you near? There's like all the walkways look the same. Everything, all the trees, like there's no, it is just one sea of just the same looking people and scenery. So it's very easy to get lost there. Yeah. 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 Also, there was a uh, a, a mom that was hanging out with us a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how she, did uh, you handle that? There seemed to be there was one one of my sister's friend's moms just happened to be very obsessed with us. We were trying to figure out uh I don't know why exactly, uh, but seemed to in depthly want to talk to like all nine of us that were there. Uh <laughs> look, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give in to any advances. Yeah. But I'm not gonna push them away. So I kind of just You're stood gonna... there the whole time and I <laughs> I felt kind of violated. At points, you know, later in the evening, yep. I might have been danced on. I just stood there, brick walled it. 
but okay, but you just kind of wanted to feel it out, see where it was going. Well, I didn't want to feel it out, but I didn't want to be rude, you know. I just <laughs> okay. my first time in Ole Miss. She probably lives yes. there. It's like her <laughs> her stomping grounds. Yeah, for all you know, it is. You know, um, one of the guys that was with us, Jack, he said that at one point he just realized, hey, I'm probably not going to see her again. I don't really need to be nice to her. Oh god! <laughs> so when she started talking, when she started talking to him, he just ignored her and like looked the other way and would just walk away. All right. I mean, that's one way to do it. <laughs> um, I have seen her a lot of times, so I can't pull off that move. But you just get yeah. I don't know. There was a lot of interesting conversations with that, and I don't really know where she was going. We stayed uh, in an RV the whole time. Oh, that was so awesome! It's in general, it's a lot of fun, right? Yeah, who needs who needs like eight hotel rooms when you can just fit eight dudes in one RV? Exactly. And uh but we did the the sleeping arrangements the second night you and me had a uh, slept on an air mattress and the problem was that uh we, we, there's this generator and for okay. to use a regular plug with RV you need to have the generator on to use the regular plugs. And so the RV was kind of low on gas so it, it has this the safety valve basically that doesn't allow it to run the generator when it's kind of low on gas. And so the only thing you could use was like the cigarette lighter plugs. So we had a little converter, but the air mattress pump draws so much power. It like just intermittently would pump every you know, <laughs> couple seconds. It'd be like, doo, doo, doo. and so it's filling up this air mattress, you know, incrementally. And I mean, and we were doing this at like two in the morning at this point. I don't know and, what time it was, but I was just wasted. Yeah. And, <laughs> and we just wanted to go to bed. It's like getting cold. We're tired and we're just waiting for this to fill up. And so we did not, it did not fill up all the way. No. Um, and the way we had the air mattress, it was like on a, between two tables. So there's a big gap in the middle. Like one end was on one table. The other end was on another table. It's kind of raised. And so in the middle of the night, this becomes a problem because we're sinking kind of in this V in the middle of this bed not in between us but kind of like between the head and the foot of the bed just like sinking down and on top of that somebody turned forgot to turn on the furnace so it was freezing so to all all the chub step listeners out there with your sick fantasies you are correct me and jared slept in a bed together that was sinking in the middle and it was so cold (laughs) we may have needed each other's body warmth to survive that night (laughs) Yeah, you can do the math. You can do the math. We may or may not have. Uh, and then <laughs> there's this weird thing in the middle of the night that Brent Flakes did. I don't even know if he was aware that he did this. <laughs> the he, sneeze? He to the show, so he just sneezed. Yeah, and, <laughs> and we talked about this after. We talked about this actually after he left. But in like the middle of the night, you know, who knows what time it was, maybe five in the morning, whatever it was, he just had this sneeze that was like, it was like as intermittent as the, like, and on time as like the air pump for the thing. But it was just like, achoo, achoo, achoo. It was like that, but just for a, like a long time straight. And we're then at one point, well, the other guys just turned to him and said, are you okay? <laughs> like, like it was the weirdest like he was totally unconscious just sleeping and just like a timed like if somebody got a stopwatch and was like do it every you know three to four like three seconds you're gonna sneeze um yeah i had and it was just like i passed out pretty much just drunk so when i woke up to that i was like oh i must have closed my eyes for like 
a second and we we're all still talking. <laughs> and I'm yeah. Like, no. Like, wait, what is going on? Is Brian dying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Again, I don't even think. I don't even think he knows that he did that because it was just, he was definitely like asleep while he was doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But <clears throat> that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, uh, solid trip and just, it's kind of a good, uh, it's a little harder to get everybody together when, when friends live all over the country. So it's nice to have a good excuse to get everybody to do something together. And that was kind of nice. Cause in a sense, I was kind of in the middle for you. Why? I mean, that was much closer than you driving to Chicago. Oh Yeah. It's like and half Bryn, the time. I guess it wasn't that much different than him flying. He did fly to Chicago one way and then out in Memphis the other way from Los Angeles. But yeah, that's pretty far. Yeah, but. yeah, pretty far. But uh, <laughs> anyway, just a good. Uh, you don't get as many opportunities to hang out with your friends when you're a little older, uh, so it's nice to have kind of like that dedicated. We're going to go do this for one weekend and whatnot. So yeah, there you go. Um, what kind of stuff do you have, Paul, you want to talk about? Yeah, Jay, this is actually something we were talking about um, <clears throat> at Ole Miss. Yes. Obviously, we had to talk some business. We were talking Chubb. That's um, right. And now you were pretty adamant about this. You wanted to talk about uh, sexy sex contract for consent. No, I did not. I yes. simply don't want to talk about Jay, that on the Yes, show. you did. No, no yes, I do did. not. Jay. I specifically said, do not bring this up, if I remember Jay, right. I, here's all I remember. We're at the bar. I'm having a great time. And then you come down, and you're like, they should make a sexy sex contract for consent. And I said, wow, great idea, Jared. No, I think what happened is you brought that up, and I said, that's literally just what they had. They had an episode of It's Always Sunny where Dennis had decided to make all these contracts uh, you know, in the past, so he couldn't get in trouble in the future. And I didn't want to talk about it on the show, specifically what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, then how hot do you think Sarah Silverman is? Uh, Sarah Silverman, I think she's attractive. And she's, uh, she's. I didn't really sell, she's like in her 40s. She's very good looking for being in her 40s. I mean, age... Shouldn't matter, you know. Free love. Yeah, she's attractive. She's good looking. How good? Used to date Jimmy Kimmel. People forget about that. Yeah, but is Jimmy she Kimmel a, that good looking? No, but she did do a TV pilot that only had a pilot, uh, never turned into a show with Jeff Goldblum in it, playing her ex lover. Are they, they really ex lovers? The no, they're not. But on the show, they were. They should try it. Yeah, where are you going with this? Uh, absolutely nowhere. Oh, I just wanted okay, to know. How did? Okay. Because <laughs> <Yeah. clears> <throat> I mean, I just can't tell. Oh, you just that came. You just saw her recently. And you, that just came to mind. You can't tell if she's attractive or not. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <clears throat> I'd say yeah. I'd go ahead and say yes. Bird All right. Up. Yeah. Um, I wanted to talk to you about this bike scenario that I had uh, with me because you're a big bike guy. Ooh, bike stuff. So I was driving in Chicago and like the thing, my biggest fear driving in the city is hitting someone, right? Because people just like, especially a biker, I think if you ride, like if you ride a bike in Chicago, like on Lakeshore Drive, like on their paths, like totally okay. But it is really risky to drive your bike in like the loop during, like during downtown Chicago when there is like traffic and stuff going on. I think that's a really bad idea. 
It's pretty just, busy down there. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's pretty busy. You just have to think of like how bad think of when you're driving how bad drivers are. Like just in general, like how sa- unsafe you feel in cars sometimes. When oh, yeah. you're on a bike, <laughs> like they're even seeing you less when you're on a bicycle. Like just assume that the car is not going to see you. And I've had a few times, I've now twice in the city have had a biker whack my car like on purpose. Like come up to me and just whack my car. Um, what? Did you get out and just time, kick their ass? No, I just stay in the car and lock the door because what are they going to do? They're in a bike. Yeah, exactly. What are they going to do? Get out and (laughs) start beating them up. Yeah. So I could just, yeah, I could just beat them up. I need to keep like a, uh, my dad used to have this roll of like wire, like insulated wire, like that they would use on the, (laughs) on the lines, Um, like super heavy duty wire that was like, you know, you could just whack somebody with it and you would do some damage. Okay. Um, But I don't have one of that. Maybe I need some. What would be kind of scary to keep in a car that would just people would just kind of immediately run away, but it's not illegal. Uh, well, my, yeah, minus a gun. Yeah, yeah, a gun would be risky. Ooh. I don't know. I mean, it's got to be like long, but also mean business. You know. What about like a knight's mace? Like a like the old school maces, not like okay. a mace spray, but like. <laughs> yeah. That, so that's that's looking like illegal. That definitely it seems kind of legal. You're right. You're right. Because you get out um, of the car with that, and then the cops are gonna be like, uh, "That's you know, that's a yeah. that's a mace." You can't have that. But if you get out of and, the car with like a crowbar, yeah, or like a ham, just a hammer. I think I don't want to get hit with a hammer, like a framing hammer, just a normal any type of hammer. But you don't want like nunchucks because those seem like you're full of shit. I think yeah. I've never seen somebody with nunchucks and been intimidated by that. Yeah, and you got to think the bike guy's probably got a helmet on, so yes. you're gonna have to. He's gonna absorb the first nunchuck blow. That's for sure. So you're gonna need like the hammer. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll yeah. Keep a hammer in there. You're right. If you pull out a hammer, that looks intimidating enough, I'd say. And that's like a tool. You can just say you have a tool. I, I like that idea. Okay. Yeah, I was trying to fix my car. Yeah, yeah. I was doing all the car work. Um. So the first one was that, uh, this was a couple of weeks ago, I go into a stoplight and the stoplight, like sometimes in Chicago they have these intersections with like six ways and there's all these ridiculous intersections and sometimes, sometimes there's one like right after the other. So the one that was like two lights in front of me had to turn red and then my light had turned, was still green. So I go up and then eventually like that light turns red and so I'm kind of stuck like a little bit sticking out into the previous intersection that's green that's now turning red. So now it turns red and I'm kind of sticking out in the previous intersection and these bikers have like a lane. They now they're on the right side of me and they're going from right to left, like basically over my back bumper and I'm sticking a little bit into their bike lane. And so the guy, you know, I can't do anything. I'm literally just stuck at a red light. And this is this, whoever set up this lights problem that they have this, the, the light that's in front should go a little longer than the light that's behind so that everybody is not stuck in this like, it's probably like a 30 foot span where they're between two different lights. It's a very short thing that can fit like three cars. So it's really dumb. Um, so anyway, the guy drives a bunch of bikers like have to move, I don't know, probably two feet out of the way because my car is there. And they, one of the guys just whacks my car, you know, the back of my car while they're doing this. But well, screw that, that guy. Just, so <laughs> this was the, but this was more ridiculous. This was, uh, last, this was last night or two nights ago. I don't even know. But, I'm driving and I am turning right at a turn. I have a green light. This biker is coming from my right side again. 
and I have a green light, and I see him going like full speed downtown Chicago. This is you know right after you know everybody's getting out of work. Uh, he's coming from right my right to left, just like these other guys were. But I see him like going full speed, and it does not look like he's about to stop, even though he has a red light. And I'm at a green light, and I'm turning right onto the street that he's coming the opposite direction on. All of a sudden, I see him like slam on his brakes because I think he just doesn't realize that he has a red light. So I kind of slam on the brakes because I'm kind of like, and I'm not nowhere near him. I'm, you know, five or six feet away. He's way to my right. He's not even in like the car lane. But I just kind of slow down because, you know, I just see this guy that if he kept going straight and then slow down, I would hit him, you know? Yeah. Um. So I like kind of sl- slam, go slow. I don't like slam on my brakes. He goes all the way. And then he just kind of like st- tries to hover there. Like some people don't like to put their feet on the ground for some reason. Do you know those people? Like he had a fixed gear bike and he's like trying to just stand on the pegs. On the, on the pedals? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he does that, so then I start, I see him stop, and he starts doing that, so then I just start turning right, and then all of a sudden he falls over. <laughs> and, and like, like again, I am nowhere, at this point, he had completely stopped, then I start going to the right, and he falls over, and there's a ton of people walking, you know, at this intersection. And then all of a sudden he runs over to me and, like, starts banging on my window. And I just lock the window and just drive off. I just lock the door and drive off. But what I what I think happened is like in his what he's trying to make it look like is I almost hit him and he's like getting made mad at me. I think he was super embarrassed falling over just trying to stand there in public in front <laughs> of all these people. Cuz this was like nowhere if there was a video recording of this there's not even a chance this is my fault. And this guy but he like pounded on my window. He runs up to me and just like slaps his hand on my window really hard a couple times. And I just drove off. Uh, Jay, this is when so you ridiculous. gotta you gotta pull your like six foot six frame out of there. He's not gonna do much. But it's, I don't want to start. Then I do get out, and then all of a sudden he like why just drive like again, he doesn't I'm have the gonna... hammer. You can see he's you can <laughs> see what he's got. Yeah, yeah. If it's just I now that this has happened twice, I got to be more prepared for this. Um but, uh, yeah, <laughs> this is just like one of those things driving in the city. I'm just not, you know, I'm getting used to, but just not a big, not a big just tap him with your car next time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good call. That's a good, a little, give him a little swerve. Yeah. When you're, when you're biking on the road, <clears throat> like I do all the time, yeah. I'm like super careful about every, every time I turn or every time I come to a stop sign even to make sure there's no one behind me or like gonna smash into me and i don't know fix gear people this is probably who it is that's what it is i mean i got cannot gears. trust anybody that drives a fixed gear nope they're living in the past they're living in the past exactly um <clears throat> so paul is gonna give us our uh actually we had a request to play a game that we haven't done in forever um and this oh, is yeah. from a listener that said the request was who would you rather start a small business with oh yeah and it's a game where we pick two celebrities and then we pick the business and then we decide between the two who would be better to start the small business with so i want you to give me a letter steed uh l l how about um lauren conrad well give me another letter uh who uh 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 M. M. Morgan Freeman. Oh, God. Okay, give me another letter. <laughs> uh, uh, how many letters are there? Uh, e. <laughs> e. 
um, okay, it's going to be an electronic store, but like a mom and pop, like a mom and pop uh, Best Buy competitor, but a local one that's been there forever. Would you rather start a small business with Morgan Freeman or Lauren Conrad, small electronic store? Yeah, 100% Lauren Conrad. And why is that? Because I'm not staring at Morgan Freeman all day. He's good at narrating, but I, if you had to talk to him, I just imagine it would be the b- most boring thing. And then he tries to sell me a freaking computer chip. It's not going to work. He's tr- well, he's, you see, you think he would be a bad salesman? Oh, yeah. Instead, you got super hot Lauren Conrad there. I'll buy whatever she well, you wants. Don't, yeah, but you don't want to like be falling in love with the person you're starting this business with. That's just asking for trouble. Why not? Something happens. This is like, uh, you know, my brother, you know, this is like my brother deciding originally that he was going to go to school somewhere because of a girl, you know, that type of a thing. Where did he go? You don't want, he went to to, Ole Miss? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, no, he'd end up, the Ole Miss ended up not being a factor with the girl, but prior to that. Two brothers? No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, I'm saying originally he was going to determine his school based on a girl he was dating. So what I'm saying is that's like the same sort of thing here. If you if you start a small business and it goes bad, then you know you want to. You're not going to want to do that business anymore. You know, very like what if you end up you date for a little bit and then you hate each other? You're not going to keep working at this crappy small electronic store with her anymore. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just well, that's a dangerous road. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but I'm not gonna. Well, I'm gonna hate working with Morgan Freeman from the start. <laughs> Why? I think I think he he fits that. I could picture him more in like a mecha- not a mechanic suit, but I could just picture him like working in the back, like tinkering with the electronic stuff easier oh than my. I could picture. Like, what is she going to be helpful with? Like, just selling? Like, just a, being a floor salesman? <clears throat> yeah, just a cheery floor salesman expertise. You know, she's okay. And you're handling gotta, like back of the house went stuff. To college. You're going to be in the more business side, the more techie side. Is is that part of an electronic store? I think we're. I mean, I'm, somebody. Every business needs to have a like a you know who's a running the business guy. Yeah, I'll hire. I'll hire a guy. I'll hire uh, Edward Norton. Okay. Yeah. Because another God, he was guy. an option. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get him to send them back. Yeah, he's gonna love that. Okay. <clears throat> I just think it's. You, I, I don't think it's a good. I, I think she probably. I don't know if she would be a better salesman. I don't know. Do you think people so, would trust what she has to say about? Does she know anything about electronics? I don't know. Well, Jay, we'll we'll do role play here. I'll be Morgan Freeman, and you be okay. a you be a customer walking in to buy something from my store. Okay. okay. Right. I'm walking in. Ding! That's the door as I come in. Uh, excuse me. Can you help me? Uh, my name is Morgan. Would you like uh, uh apples? Stick, grandson. <laughs> and a- what's an apple stick? I don't know. He's old as balls. It doesn't matter. He's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be giving he's, weird candy to anyone who walks in there. He, oh, I was picturing like he didn't know the difference between an Apple TV and a Fire Stick. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's another problem. <laughs> it's gonna be a mess. <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's fair. Okay, so. I, you're right. He's probably not super up to date. I don't know anybody that's that's super. You know, I don't know anybody about the, like sixty that's super up to date with tech stuff. Um, Steve so Jobs. She probably. What's that? Steve Jobs. Yeah, yeah he's Steve dead. Jobs. Exactly. He's not oh, up to date yeah. on what's going on. He probably couldn't tell you anything about the uh, 
newest iPhone? I don't know. I mean, isn't he Siri? I thought he just downloaded himself into Siri. That's a very good point, uh, and that's to be determined. We'll to see. Yeah, I, I could. I could. You think he would change his voice to a female voice to throw it off the scent? Is that why he did it? Yeah, he he can't let people know. That's fair. That's fair. Um, okay, well, I'm. You know what? After this kind of argument, after that role play, I'm gonna have to agree with with Lauren Conrad on this one. Keep her <laughs> like she's gonna be greeting people at the front. Um, you know, people that work a lot of times in like stores like that don't really even know what the hell they're talking about anyway. Uh, so even if she didn't know anything about electronics, it's fine. She's gonna be. I, I, you know, I don't know. I feel like she, you're right. She's going to be better. People would like talking to him. Like maybe more going to be better like over the phone if we had a different company, but I feel like oh, in yeah. person we're going to want her. Good call. Good call on that seat. I'm going to agree with you. All right. All right. Let's do a quick uh, Jeff Gold movie review here. Yeah. Hi. 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 I'm Jeff Goldblum. You, you interest me strangely. You have uh, you've uh, uh, tapped into some kind of secret vein. Why would you do that to Goldblum? What's Goldblum ever done to you? What's Goldblum ever done to you? Forget the fat lady. You're obsessed with the fat lady. <laughs> because she's sweet and like a peach, and like a juicy and sweet. You, you're afraid to be too Goldblum. He thinks if he smells Goldblum, he's gonna be Goldblum. By jamming them. Into his pocket. I'm gonna get my Goldblum on. That is one big pile of shit. Goldblum is content. Uh, people always ask me how I pronounce my name, Goldblum or Goldblum. Uh, I always tell them the same thing. How dare you speak to me? Okay, this is called The Right Stuff, 1983. Uh, so did you look up this one at all, Paul? Yeah, so I got to uh, the first Goldblum appearance and then I turned it off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? And and <laughs> I I don't disagree with that choice. Uh, so I'll go through this a little bit. Well, it's, well, first of all, just it's the story about the first seven Americans that went up to uh, space. They called them like the Magnificent Seven. They went to space. Yes, they ended up I going thought, to space. I thought they were just trying to break the sound barrier. No, one of the guys. I think one of the guys that broke the sound barrier is one of the guys that goes on the uh, trip that goes ah, up with them. I was not paying attention. Okay. Uh, but yes, that is the case. So uh, the, because um, I actually, Russia had actually beaten the U.S. The first manned mission to space, Russia actually had beat the U.S. to that. Allegedly. Allegedly. You're right. Allegedly. Very good point. Very good point. Um, and that guy, you know what's weird is that guy has a very controversial death. He died like, you know, pretty young, and uh, he does have a controversial death around him. There's, a, you can look up the original Russian guy uh, that went to space, and you know the this weird disappearance that he had. So there is some conspiracy behind that. But anyway, uh, it's about this. It's it's directed by Philip Kaufman, and Philip Kaufman directed another movie that Jeff Goldman is in called Invasion of the Body Snatchers. I've reviewed Ooh, that yeah. on a previous show. This is starring a few people, uh, Sam Shepard, Ed Harris, Dennis Quaid, Fred Ward. Fred Ward was also in The Player that I reviewed. He's one of those faces you definitely recognize. He was in The Player recently that I reviewed with Jeff Goldblum. Uh, Jeff Goldblum plays a recruiter. He's trying to recruit the different guys to be in this NASA mission. And then uh, William Russ is also in this. William Russ is the dad from Boy Meets World. He was also in Rehearsal for Murder. 
uh, which Jeff Goldblum was also in. So three other Jeff Goldblum connections in this movie. So that's kind of crazy. Just a kind reunion. of crazy. Exactly. This was nominated for like a four Academy Awards in 1983. Oh, oh God. What else? <clears throat> I'm a, I have to look up what else was going on in that Can year. you actually do in that while I talk about it for a second? Look up, yeah, look up yeah. like 19... I, it would have been 1983, uh, I think, you know, 1983 uh, Academy Awards. Oh, yeah. um, so look that up because this movie is like over three hours long. Uh, I mean, I, I don't, there's not many movies that are that long that hold up that you're like, okay, I can deal with some more of this. I would say like Lord of the Rings, those type of movies are maybe the only ones that I'm like, there's so much, but there's so much depth in those movies. But even then, you're like, sometimes they feel long still. But there's so much depth to them that, you know, like, it just, they're okay being that long. Like, you're almost, at the end, you're like, you know, like, this is, this is a great series. They made them long, but it works. It's very hard for anybody to, like, you just feel like you didn't need this much stuff. I was, like, two minutes in, I was like, this is too long. Get off that horse. Yes. Get off your stupid... Why are they always on horses? Well, they were trying... What I think they were trying to do is, like, make a whole... They're they're trying to tell the whole backstory for all seven of these guys. Like, everybody that's in this mission, they're trying to, like, get the backstory. There's way too much buildup. Like, there's just so much that builds up into this. It's crazy to me, like... And I looked at Rotten Tomatoes. The Rotten Tomato score on this, Steed, 98%. Uh, Who's... Oh, God. This the, I I don't understand this. Somebody somebody else. I really really want somebody else to spend the three hours. If if somebody wants to do this, spend the other th- the three hours and tell us why you like the right stuff. Yeah, because to me critics. this was like this was as far as space movies out there. Like I, this is bottom tier for me. Like I, I don't. I did not enjoy this. It was. It was painful. Yeah, I'm. I, it's not. It was not interesting. I don't know. And I like a lot of these actors in it. Uh, it just was not uh, for me. I, I just don't. I maybe it's, and these that, some of them I saw the awards were like technical awards and some nice stuff. You know, like as it was supposed to be maybe pretty state of the art for the time or whatever. But it was just it doesn't hold up for me anyway. Oh yeah. Uh, did I'm you not look even up? finding it on the. I don't know if it would be 83 or 84. That's a good point. Um. I'm gonna look it up. Eighty-four, because uh, the fifty-fifth, ET was in that, just crushing everybody. Yes. Oh yeah, here we go. The it was the next year. Best picture okay. it was nominated for best picture. Okay, so I don't know which who won here, but one of the nominations is The Big Chill, which Jeff Goldblum was also in. And oh, that good, is a good year. Movie. That is a good movie. So I'm looking up 1984 here. So. Best supporting actor. Return Return of the Sam Jedi. Shepherd. Return of the Jedi won in that. Um in for, best picture. Like, no, no, no. Actor in a leading role was Robert Duvall. Are you looking at Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but best picture, let's see real fast. It says uh terms of endearment. Terms of endearment. Okay. So these are big movies. Again, the right stuff, the fact that this is in here, it's just insane to me. This is probably like somebody probably gave him twenty five bucks or something. Yeah, a lot of money back in that day. So the right Return stuff, of the Jedi is not even winning. This is BS. 
I know. Sound effects, editing, the right stuff, beat, Return of the Jedi. So like I said, so some of the stuff... Return of the Jedi was in space the whole time, and these guys could barely get there. Yeah. So winner of the right stuff was... It sounds like a bunch of sound and stuff, but it was still nominated. Anyway, I don't understand this. I I don't... This is not a a good Sound and sound effects, editing. Yeah, yeah. And best art to... Whatever. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Screw this. Okay. We're done with this bottom tier. Speaking of Dennis Quaid, this movie's a Randy Quaid. Uh, bottom tier, Jeff Goldblum for me. I'm fly. I'm pilot. Uh, real fast Tanzanian news here. The infection causes immediate respiratory failure. The scientists claim that the infection is now transmitting. You know what Fugazi is? Fugazi. It's a fake. Fugazi. It's a wazi. It's a wazi. It's a fairy dust. You, from Tanzania? Yes, I am. The kidnapped Tanzanian tycoon. Remember the guy, the billionaire, uh, yeah. you know, youngest billionaire, Mohammed Duji? I was just talking about this today, actually. Were you? Yeah. Wondering. Well, he got back. He's whoa, free. Oh, whoa. Yeah. So basically, what happens is they, uh, he just got dropped off, like in the middle of Dar es Salaam. And I believe it was in Dar es Salaam. And he, because he just found a phone and called his dad. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he, you know, he's 40, whatever, but uh, he got kidnapped. He got released. They, they don't, they think it was a South African uh, group that did this. Um, they knew it was some foreigners. Um, he said they were speaking some sort of South African language. That's what he knows. But they never, I don't believe they got any money. Like the guys dropped him out with, off without getting any money. He said when they first got captured, he was like, hey, I'll give you some money. And they like kind of freaked out and didn't respond well. And then they shot up in the air and then they just captured him. And he said they were kind of freaked out the whole time. They didn't really know what to do. So instead they just kind of dropped him off. So I think they handled this. (laughs) How do you what? Like you're like, all right, we're going to go kidnap this guy. Then you get him. They're like, oh God, how did that work? (laughs) What do we do? Well, so they said that they had, they had uh, Tanzania police had identified the driver of the vehicle and were making progress in the investigation. So they were like starting to, trash him down, uh, you know, track him down, and then they just end up dropping off. Okay, well, so, you're still in trouble. They yes. do realize that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't, <laughs> I think at that point you might as well get some of the money out of the deal, but maybe they, whatever, it seems like they were, like, th- thought they had an idea, and then they just kind of freaked out when it actually came down to it, and then they're like, uh, I'm done. That's but, a big uh, thing to do on an impulse, where you're just oh, like, hey, dude, yeah. you want to go kidnap their guy and you're like i'll yeah. do it i'll do it oh don't back out bro all right yeah. dude we're doing you want to do this let's yeah. do this man yep and now they're they they didn't really think it all out and so <laughs> but good yeah. news is he's he's doing good um hey that's great so news. that is great news i would like a billion dollars yes. for reporting on this that sounds fair can we get maga Fooley to credit us with his rescue uh, I think we should get some credit because we kind of put the word out there, right? Was it even, you know, brought up on any other podcast? That's what I question. That's a, I actually don't know. We might have been the only ones to break this. I don't know how many Tanzania podcasts there are. Uh, but if we do, we should actually probably get somebody from Tanzania on the thing. Um, there's a uh, there's also, I speaking to Jeff Goldblum. Idea. Yeah. So speaking to Jeff Goldblum, uh, Trevor sent a good uh, little video of Jeff Goldblum doing a little heel tap. It's his uh, his 66th birthday the other day. It was Monday. 
um, and he does this ridiculous dance. Uh, but people should look this up. It's on Reddit, and it's called uh, Jeff Goldblum celebrating his 66th birthday. It's a good little dance that he does. So there you go, uh, Steed. I want to wrap this up soon. Anything else you want to get to? Um, no, I think you you shot down my idea. Um, okay, it's pretty brutal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean. We could do ASMR to each other until we fall asleep, if you want. Okay. What do you want to ASMR? I want to. I want to ASMR. I want you to ASMR me. But pretend I'm. I'm underwater. And I gotta hold my breath for a really long time, and you gotta calm me down, or else I'm gonna die. So oh, you're shit. underwater. I'm talking to you like on a headset. I just spilled my drink, Jared. Oh, no. So you're underwater. You have like a headset so you can hear me, and I'm trying to keep you calm because you're holding your breath underwater? E- yeah. Okay. Steed. Hey, hang in there, buddy. Only a little longer. I know you're trying to beat David Blaine's record of holding your breath for the longest you possibly can, but you're so close. You're so, so close. Only five, five more minutes. Like, I don't know, maybe ten minutes, you're fine. He barely practiced at all for that. You're doing good, buddy. You're doing great. (laughs) It sounds like you're trying to have sex with me, Jared. (laughs) Not true. Not true. Just trying to calm you down. Oh, all right. Um, Um, Hey, speaking of the drink I just spilled. Yep. uh, A couple weeks ago, we were talking about hurricane drinks. Yes. So we we're wondering if you could make a peach drink. And yeah, there's a thing called peach cider. Ooh, Pat so was on to something. My brother, longtime listener of the show, Greg, he went out and got a peach cider. And then we made a peach cider with another peach thing with peach vodka drink. All peach. And l- let me tell you, it is freaking delicious. Really? Yeah, and uh, apparently there's a drink called the Hurricane, and it's just exactly what we described. <laughs> you think Pat was just looking up a uh, recipe online? I don't know. Greg told me, he's like, you know that's a drink, right? I was like, what? I don't even remember what we said. He's like, also, we were mispronouncing Curacao. Curacao. Oh, okay. Uh, whatever that is. I'm probably still doing it wrong. Yeah, I was going to say, are you doing it right now? Probably. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Uh, Jay, what are you going to be for Halloween, too? Oh, good question. Um, I am going to be Jim, uh, three-hole punch Jim. I, uh, Jay, that's a cop-out. Why is that a cop-out? It's just three-hole punch Jim. It's a classic, well, yeah, it's a classic guy, but, you know, it's a cop-out. It's too easy. That's true, but what if I told you that I was going as a couple's costume and she's wearing a Pam outfit? Like Pam with the, uh, with the bonnet, right. with the cat ears, with the cat ears. All right, I'll you know I'll, what cat wears uh, yeah. to that. What uh, Pam wears to the, uh, to costume. that Halloween to that Halloween thing. Party. I'll let that one slide. That's okay. kind of cute. What are you wearing? Oh, I haven't decided. Oh, okay. I always uh, think of that super last minute. I always it always sneaks up on you. I think, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm I had screwed. a friend. Yeah, yesterday, one of my friends in Milwaukee texted me, he says, hey, what are, what's everybody doing for Halloween? 
and then they're like talking all these plans. He's like, oh shit, it's this weekend. Like the parties will be this weekend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't so, realize that. I, I yeah. got back from Old Miss and my brother and his wife, they're like, oh yeah, we got our costumes. I'm like, oh, doing math, doing math. That's in four days, five days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got to figure that out. So, all right. What? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, everybody, well, this comes out Thursday. Everybody, uh, Tweet Paul some ideas at Steed Palomino. Yeah. There might be an underscore. I'm still not sure. Steed underscore Palomino. Or don't tweet him, whatever. Just uh, send him. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. All right. uh, Paul, why don't you ASMR saying uh, the show has ended, I rest my case. Okay. Now you know you got to go. Peace. This is Yasin.